Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. I hope you had a good week. I hope it was a week that produced good things for you, even in the midst of maybe some not-so-good things. Had an interesting week. Got woken up at 4.30 in the morning on Monday morning, and then had to take a little trip, about a 10-hour trip, and take care of some things. And that's kind of the focus of what I want to talk about this week. In going down to where I was going, I ran into a storm, and it made me think about the fact of life is full of storms. And it was pretty dark. It was an interstate road, but going through a part that had no real lights on it until you came to a town or a city. And it was really dark, but yet at times there was lightning and it would light up the whole sky and you could see better around you and you could see that there was something beyond the clouds. And I guess that's what I want to express to you today, that there are silver linings to the clouds in life, or at least that's what I've heard. And, you know, those lightning blasts kind of looked like silver linings behind to remind me that the darkness was not a permanent thing, that there was a light behind the darkness. But so many people in life never see the light. They only see the darkness. And really, that's what prompted my trip to where I went, because there was an incident, and the incident, in my estimation of everything I know, came that someone did not see the light behind the darkness. All there was was darkness and a lack of hope. There was a feeling of despair, almost to the point of destruction, because in this case, a person is lucky, in their estimation possibly, but in my estimation, is miraculously still alive. You all know that I'm a Christian, and I believe in the circumstances of all these happenings in this incident, there was something at work beyond the medical profession and beyond a good Samaritan that stepped in to help. And that was the hand of God or the light that was behind this very dark time. So I want to talk to you just for a moment about something that I think I've talked about before, but maybe I haven't. And that is the idea of what we tell ourselves, our self-talk. Our self-talk can be very encouraging or can be very discouraging. It can be very hopeful or very hopeless, depending on how we say what we say to ourselves. Now understand, we don't think these conversations up just by ourselves. These conversations, these things that we tell ourselves when we're under a great amount of stress or frustration or tension or things that have accumulated over the years of our lives. It's the things that other people have said to us, like one young man that's in the jail that I serve. He has been told for so long that he is dumb, he is stupid, he can't learn, 
that he got where he truly believed that. And yet in the past two years, he's completed three courses towards his high school diploma. Now he did that because he's not dumb, he's not stupid, he's not ignorant. He does learn in a different way than most people learn. But he can learn, and he does learn. But, you know, he heard all of those voices, and he believed that. Well, the person in this incident hears a voice constantly telling them that they're not very good, that they have been mean in some way, disappointing in some way, been hurtful in some way. And you want to know something? All of us have been those things. But that is not necessarily who we are. We all can disappoint. We all can hurt. We can all frustrate. But sometimes that hurt is not because necessarily what we did was hurtful, but the person took it that way. Or the person didn't totally understand what we were saying or trying to do, and they got frustrated. But then when they figured out what was really going on, they weren't frustrated anymore. So there's more to it than just how someone perceives us. And that is, this self-talk is from past experiences and what everybody has told us. And I want to tell you right now that there is no one who is so perfect that they are, in the world's way of saying things, a total screw-up. They're so perfectly at being bad that they are absolutely bad. And there is nobody that is so perfectly good that they are absolutely wonderful in everything and in every way. We all have our flaws. For me as a Christian, that's made very clear because God says, for there are none righteous, no, not one. In other words, we've all messed up. So how do we counteract this? Well, we have to be careful, especially in this world where everything emanates from ourself. And that's really a big problem today. When there's no outside rule, no outside judgment, no outside standard, and it's all us, and then we put that self-talk on us, what do you think you're going to get? You're going to get a big mess. So here's where our self-talk comes from, and we need to change it. We need to let our self-talk come from somewhere outside of ourselves that is a totally objective standard and for me, that's the Bible and my Christian faith. Maybe you'll find yours in another place. But where we get turned around and we get off track is that we believe three things in our self-talk. When we're talking to ourselves and telling ourselves about what the problem is and who's involved in the problem or how they're involved and what's going on, we come from three focuses, one of three anyway. And they are these. One everything's my fault. I'm that person that is the perfect screw-up, the perfect person that does absolutely everything wrong in their thinking and their acting. That's one way of looking at it. Then there's another way of looking at it, which is just as bad, and that's everybody else is wrong. That's the problem. Because they are always doing the imperfect wrong things. I'm, I'm okay. It's all these other people. And that's just as bad as the first one. And then there's the third one that is, everybody thinks that it's kismet or fate. In other words, it's just dumb luck or bad luck or good luck. And, and that's not a way to look at it. Because I truly believe 
we influence the circumstances of our life by the choices we make. And sometimes we make the wrong choices. And that was part of the incident of this week of someone making a poor decision when a decision needed to be made. But they didn't totally understand where and why they got to the point of either choosing what they did or choosing a better path. And that seems to be a human condition. So I want to challenge you if you're having thoughts in your life that you're a total screw-up, that you are responsible for all the ills in the world. Like I've said on another podcast, if you were like Ernest goes to camp and you're so afraid of something that you're willing to confess to stealing the Lindbergh baby, being uh, Joseph Mingala, or anything that's bad, uh, don't do that. Just really look at the deal and realize that, yes, sometimes you mess up. Sometimes other people mess up. Sometimes you don't understand and you're not understood, but you're not the total problem. That's what I'd say to you. I would say to you, find an anchor outside of yourself and outside of others, because remember, those other people are either looking at you that I'm the trouble or you're the trouble. And in this case this week, the other person involved in this that helped the person get to the decision they made has no clue that they have problems, has no clue that they need to look at things in a different way. In fact, I would guess they're living from the framework that everything is someone else's fault, and that's just not true in life. So don't get discouraged. Don't lose hope. Find something outside of yourself that is worth living for and worth living in. For me, that is living within the framework of the Christian worldview. Like I say, you may find something that you feel is more truthful and works better for you, but get out of your head that everything's your fault, nothing's your fault, or it's just luck, because none of that is true. Everything that happens in life is as a consequence of how we choose to view something and then how we act upon that which we have viewed. So I hope you will consider finding a way that says, I'm not a horrible person. I am just a person that is moving through life to the best of my ability to reach the end of my life, having served others, having bettered myself, and having left this place a better place then I was born into it. Blessing, protection, and favor until next week.